0: Thanks for checking out this weekly Sunday message from Carrollton UMC. We pray that God will use this to speak to you and help you grow in faith. We invite you to join us this Sunday at our 10.30 a.m. one hour service in person at our location in Uptown New Orleans or live online on our YouTube channel or Facebook page. To learn more about Carrollton, please visit CarrolltonUMC.com. We hope you enjoy this message. Our scripture reading today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 10, verses 37 through 39, from the uh, New Revised Standard Version. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me those who find their life will lose it and those who lose their life for my sake will find it this is the word of god of the people of god thanks be to god let us pray O oh lord let the words of my mouth and the meditations on our hearts be acceptable to you oh god you are our rock and our redeemer amen So on this side of Jesus' resurrection, we have a better understanding of why he walked among us and why he died. Jesus calls us to take up our crosses and follow him, but we're stubborn people, (laughs) and uh, we like to maintain control and make as little sacrifice as possible in general. And during this Veterans Day weekend, of course, we are indeed reminded of the sacrifices noble people have made for our freedom and our lives. No matter what their role is, no matter if they were warside or stateside or whatever it may be, we give thanks for them. So thank you, veterans, for your service. And metaphorically, carrying the cross, doing difficult during the, the difficult and, and enduring suffering times, despite our faith, is hard. It's hard. Putting God absolutely first and always is not easy. Like Pastor Dan said last week, God didn't promise that this world would be without suffering. We lost that after the Garden of Eden. And much like those first disciples we read about in the Bible, uh, we're, we're a lot like them, aren't we? They followed Jesus, but they also denied knowing him when the situation was tense. We don't like pain or confrontation either in this day, and denying ourselves just doesn't come naturally. We pray for a lighter load We cut corners, we're comfortable with things of this world. But as modern-day disciples, we are called to sacrifice, to put God first before everything and everyone, including our family. Wow. The Lord asks us to do the most difficult, to persevere by relinquishing our lives that we find most comfortable and allow Jesus to give us new life. This takes commitment, trust, and obedience in both our actions and our attitudes. In Tim Hansel's book called When I Relax, I Feel Guilty, which I can kind of relate to, (laughs) he quotes Wilbur Rees, and I may have shared this with you in the past, but I like it, so I'm going to say it again. He said, "Quote, I would like 3 dollars worth of God, please. Not enough to explode my soul or disturb my sleep, but just enough to equal a cup of warm milk or a snooze in the sunshine. I don't want enough of him to make me love those who hurt me or or pick beets with lowly laborers. I want ecstasy, not transformation." I want the warmth of the womb, not a new birth. I want a pound of the eternal in a paper sack. I would like to buy $3 worth of God, please. (laughs) I don't know about you, but ouch. (laughs) Um, That was me, and, and still to a degree, as if we all truly confess. You know, I wasn't quite ready to take up my cross all the way. So this past June, I was ordained in the United Methodist Church, and it's an earned acknowledgement of my commitment to carrying the cross, and I've, I've come far since those weary days, but far from perfect. And certainly the UMC, United Methodist Church, doesn't make that process quick or easy, <laughs> but it makes it all the sweeter. Sure, I still have fears, struggles, and setbacks on my faith journey and just in life. But I know that I continue to be a work in progress and God loves me unconditionally. And that gives me comfort. And also with you, you are a work in progress and the recipient of God's relentless love. And you need not be ordained or a minister as a vocation to be a recipient of that, that love, that grace, and that mercy, and to be Christ-like in all that you do. And take the late 97-year-old Katie Brown, with whom you celebrated her life last weekend. Now, I only met her a couple times, and the, and the most recent time was when she was in the hospital. But I learned a lot about her, and... Uh, As many of you already know, and like Pastor Dan shared last week, Miss Katie was a fine role model of a Christ follower, shining her light and love to others unconditionally. She was a part of this church for a long, long time. So Jesus says, quote, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. That's the same verse, but a different translation. Indeed, God is not selling $3 bags of the Holy Spirit or a discounted chunk of Jesus' crucifixion cross. You know, in my life, I confess that I've underestimated God's will his guidance, his leadership in life, until I had that humble moment, and maybe you have too, praying to God and asking him to fully take over the reins of my life, and I will follow. It was at that point that I committed to losing my life that I thought I had all figured out, (laughs) and instead following Jesus, gaining a new life, God won in the wooing of me like he woos you every day, and much like he wooed the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah said, oh, Lord, you have enticed me, and I was enticed. You have empowered me, and you have prevailed. Boy, I'm sure glad he did, both for that prophet and for little old me, and he can for you too. So taking up your cross is a metaphor of sacrifice and following Jesus, but it's also a symbol that the road following Christ will not always be easy. There will be suffering, struggles, pain, and doubt, figuratively and literally, just like his long physical road of carrying that crucifixion cross on his way to the hill on Calvary. Isn't it the truth that as modern-day disciples, we want the lighter load? In general, we want the simple, the easy, the predictable ways of this world, the shorter cross to carry. But Jesus calls us to take the harder road that he leads us down because he walks with us. Bear the heavy load along the journey. He makes it lighter. Serve with humility, denying our selfish ways, because he lifts us up. And in these, we lose our life, relinquish control, and he transforms us new. Surrendering. Surrendering. As Christians and believers, we are the beneficiaries, once again, of the birth, the life, the death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the Apostle Paul's letters to the church communities are powerful and timeless reminders Paul's writings remind us that when we've accepted Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, we are made new. This is the born-again concept. We are changed from the inside out. Now, does that mean that we, that we are perfect at the acceptance moment? No, no. But we are cleansed in a new spiritual way, spiritual way. And if our hearts and motivations, because God knows, if our hearts and motivations are sincere and intentional then we will be compelled we will be drawn to Christ in new ways and dead to sin this is the good news but have you ever wondered wondered well i'm a christian now or i'm a christian have been all my life why are bad things still happen to me <laughs> happening to me why isn't everything flowers sunshine and pure bliss well, there certainly is comfort and peace in the Christian experience. But, I, but it can get um, quite bumpy along the way, can it? Stuff happens. Life happens. It's not easy. If Jesus, God in the flesh on this earth, walked this earth, if he didn't always experience flowers, sunshine, and pure bliss in this world, why in the heck would we expect that? We silly humans, and even professed followers of Christ, often we want the easier way, the lighter load, and we pray for that, right? I mean, I know I'm guilty of this at times, right? It's enough, it's enough. Make it easier, God. You know, this is a common theme I experience almost every day in my full-time job as a palliative care hospital chaplain here at Ochsner in New Orleans. I'm faced with patients and families every day asking why. Why me? Where is God in all this? Why is it so difficult? As a chaplain in the secular world, I cannot preach. Is the rules. I cannot preach or press my views or beliefs onto others. I can't. My role is to be a compassionate presence, a listening ear, and to be present with them in their vulnerabilities, their tears, and their laments. As chaplain, I'm not there to fix or solve their pain, and that's hard. It's really hard. It took a lot of training. (laughs) I want to preach. I want to inspire. I want to fix. Instead, I just be present and follow the patient's lead. Now, that being said, if if they speak openly about their faith and they initiate, I may bring up, when in their laments, right of why is this happening, where is God, and all this, <clears throat> I maybe bring up that concept about Jesus suffering, his sacrifice, his physical pain, in this broken world in which we live, and our fragile, finite bodies, and in that we'll unpack it together. I don't go on and on; it's not a twenty-minute sermon, but just enough to help perspective, and um, and certainly pray with them. Absolutely. So God is present, always in the midst of our pain. Jesus weeps when we weep, right? You guys know it's shortest scripture in the Bible, and it's not easy. Finally, gospel reading in Matthew culminates into what we review, but I can't say enough. And Jesus said, if you want to be my follower, turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, for the sake of the good news, you will save it. Now, I don't believe Jesus is saying that we must literally lose our life, physically die in martyrdom in order to benefit. But instead, he's calling us to surrender. Like I said, surrender, to be humbled, to bow down, and to put God and our Savior first in our lives. First, because if we put him first, then we can handle anything with our family. Okay, God first will help guide us and protect our family and be there when it's not so easy. He will fill our lives with blessings, guidance, grace, and protection. And as humans in general, maybe we only want a little Jesus, maybe just a $3 bag worth. That's for you to decide, not me. That's between you and God Jesus doesn't say, follow me, and it will be easy street for you. In fact, he's frighteningly honest in the Bible about what kind of opposition we may face. The, the, you may experience resistance in this world. You may be rebuked by non-believers, You may be teased. And it's a guarantee that you will experience pain, suffering, and hardship in some kind of way. But hold firm and hold fast because you are not alone carrying that cross. God is with you every step of the way. And as I wrap up today, I'd like to share a poem, which is actually a a hymn featured in Charles Sheldon's book, In His Steps. You guys might be familiar with, with that. So hear these words. Take up your cross, the Savior said, if you would my disciple be. Deny yourself the world forsake and humbly follow after me. Take up your cross, let not its weight fill your weak spirit with alarm. His strength shall bear your spirit up. Embrace your heart and nerve your arm. Take up your cross, heed not the shame. Let not your foolish pride rebel. The Lord, for us, the cross endured to save our souls from death and hell. Take up your cross and follow Christ. Think not till death to lay it down, for only those who bear the cross may hope to wear the glorious crown. Let us pray. Oh, Father God, we give thanks that throughout it all in our lives, you are there. It's not easy. It hurts, and it's hard in this world, God. But Jesus walked this earth, and he knows, the triune God knows what we're going through each and every day, Lord. So build us up, give us strength, and give us the courage and the strength to truly surrender to you, Lord. Get all of Jesus, not just a $3 bag. Help each one of us, Lord, because you know each one of us inside out. You know every hair on our head. And every cell and organ in our body, God, so give each one of us that unique attention and guidance as your children. So Lord, hear our prayer this day and every day as we lift you up, lift these up in Jesus' name. Amen.